0: Hey, what's going on guys? Welcome to the Master Passive Income Show. My name is Dustin Heiner, and I'm here to help you learn how to quit that J-O-B by investing in real estate rental properties and passive income so you never ever have to work a job again. Now I got to tell you a little bit about something that happened today. Now you guys know that I quit my job. I don't have to work or anything. So we were having a lot of fun and I found my diploma. My diploma, you know, from college. You know, I'm looking at my diploma from college. and It's actually a nice one. My parents actually got it embossed or basically put on a wood, uh, I don't know, backboard. And it. I mean, it looks really nice. It's really, really well done. And you're supposed to hang it on your wall as like a, some sort of great thing that you did. And I remember finding it in a drawer like, I don't know, a couple months ago. And then as I'm looking at this diploma, I'm realizing, my goodness, I haven't worked a job for four years. The only reason you ever get a diploma is to get a job. Well, I'm not going to need a job. And then at the same time, I started realizing how much money I spent going to college to get this, well, it's a plaque now, but this piece of paper, this diploma thing. And I realized, my goodness, I think we spent, I don't know, $50,000, $60,000 for this diploma. And I started thinking about other people. Like, my goodness, I have some coaching students. See, I coach people how to invest in real estate. I've taken on some students who have over 150, $200,000 in debt just from their schooling. Now, a lot of reasons why we do this, we obviously attack the debt that they have. We attack it little by little, making sure we're knocking that out. But at the same time, if you had more money coming in your pocket every single month, you would actually be able to use that money to pay off your debt faster or continue to buy more properties. And then eventually, once you're able to quit your job, use a lot of that money To pay off your debt. Now, as I'm looking at this, I'm realizing I'm never going to use this again. So I devised a plan with my wife and my kids. We have four kids, and we homeschool them. And I'm helping them to understand that if you buy one rental property that makes you $250 a month in passive income, then that is $3,000 a year. If you had Ten properties. That would be twenty five hundred dollars a month. That'd be thirty thousand dollars a year. Why not start buying properties now? And so, honestly, that's what I'm doing now. So instead of giving them money or paying it to a college institution that literally just takes hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars out of your pocket, out of the parents' pocket, what I'm doing is I'm going to give them the money or basically give them a zero interest loan, um, or it might even be a gift. I'm not sure how we're going to do it, but they're going to be buying properties with that money and. They're gonna have their business. They're gonna be able to build their business. Now, let me tell you about what happened today. So I'm so bummed out. So I realized I'm not gonna need this diploma. So I wanted to blow it up. So you guys know I like firearms. I like hunting, all that sort of stuff. So I got a few firearms. And the video will come out, I don't know, hopefully in the next couple weeks, maybe three weeks or so um, soon. It'll come out soon. But this is what happened. So we drive out into the desert, about 30 miles from our house. Sorry, 30 minutes from our house. We're driving out into the desert and it's getting, there's literally nobody out. No, you don't see anybody. Maybe some cars driving on the road. There are some, uh, some cactus, you know, I think it's pronounced saguaro, but I always make fun of it and say saguaro because that's literally how it's spelled. But anyways, bunch of cactus everywhere, tumbleweeds just rolling everywhere. But it's March right now, so it's beautiful weather and it's just beautiful. You know, some clouds running through and beautiful sun, a little bit of clouds, beautiful day weather-wise. And it was a great day to go shooting. So I packed up, I mean, like like a few of my AR-15s, my AR-10, which is a 308, it's a hunting caliber. I got my kids, you know, .22 pistol, 22 long rifle, like actual rifle as well. Um, I got a whole bunch of other things. We brought out stuff and I brought Tannerite. If you don't know what Tannerite is, get ready to live. I mean, it's so fantastic. It's so much more impressive in person than watching on video. But what Tannerite is... It's an explosive, not like dynamite that will literally blow you up if you just shake it, you know, because that stuff's very volatile. This actually takes a high caliber bullet, a projectile that's going super duper duper fast that creates it to actually explode. Now, in this explosion, what's great is, and so it's absolutely fine to sell in stores because you actually have to combine it. Then you have to actually shoot it with a gun. Even my kid's 22 long rifle, like a little tiny bullet would not set it off, or at least I don't think it would. It's not supposed to. It's supposed to be like a big caliber bullet. So this is what I do. I get eight pounds of this Tannerite and the Tannerite's not not cheap. I mean, it's kind kind of expensive. So I get eight pounds of this Tannerite. We mix it all up. I then get a Home Depot bucket, you know, like the orange you know, five gallon bucket. And I also grab one gallon of gas. And I put that one gallon of gas inside of this water bottle. It's like a one gallon water bottle. I fill it up so that it's not touching the Tannerite. Anyways, I get the kids to mix everything up. We put the one gallon of gas inside the center of this Home Depot can. And then we pour the Tannerite all around. Basically, all around the gas inside the five-gallon bucket. I take it downrange. It's a good maybe, I don't know, 100 yards from us, so we're not going to get hurt. But what I want is a big explosion and, on top of that, a bunch of gas, like a big gas fireball. And we're in the desert. It's literally dirt, so I'm not worried about that. we got a fire extinguisher and everything, so we're totally safe and nobody's around. And so we set it up. I got the cameras all set up, perfect angles. I got my kids filming with different phones and everything is going great. Everything's perfect. We even did shots before, like video, like uh, commentary. I had the kids shoot it with their guns, you know, the diploma with their guns before we had it all set up. So it's kind of like we're blowing it, we're shooting at it, tearing it apart, making it really, really fun. And then the finale, the grand finale is to put it on top of the bucket, blow it up and make a big fireball. And so I get set up with my rifle and I have the kids all get perfect red angles and everything are looking great. And I shoot. And then nothing. I'm pretty sure I hit the bucket. Like, okay, that's that's a bummer. Maybe I didn't hit low enough because you know it's a five-gallon bucket. It was probably only halfway. So then I shoot again. And then I shoot again. I'm like, what is going on? It's not blowing up. I'm so, so upset. All this work. I mean, we literally filmed going through Cabela's buying this stuff. So it's like, it's a big thing and it's expensive. So we walk down range, you know, put everything, safety and everything. Walk down range. I walk there. Kids are back because I don't want it to blow up. But it will only blow up if it actually gets hit by the bullet, which the kids don't have any guns. So anyways, long story short, I get up there and I peek in and I realize the gallon of gas was taller than the tannerite was higher up so apparently the first bullet went through went above the tannerite hit the gallon of gas and then got all the tannerite wet with gasoline and so that made it so it would not explode oh my goodness i i mean this would have been the amazing grand finale it would have been fantastic we were all said everything was done everything was done. just this one thing and so apparently, because the tannerite got wet, I'm gonna have to do this all over again. Well, I'm not gonna record everything, all the you know the fun shooting and you know the kids, because we've already literally just about destroyed the diploma, the plaque diploma. But what we're gonna do is they're actually going to go back there again, get the tannerite, fill up the bucket, and basically just film it all as if it was the same day. Or maybe I might even say, hey guys, this is how we screwed up. And this is exactly what you know it should look like. And so I'm super bummed out that it happened. I just had to tell you guys that story because it's a fun, fun story. We had a lot of fun shooting guns and my kids love shooting guns. And my daughter, she's eight years old, my youngest, and she loves shooting the AR-15. She's like, bang, 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 bang. She just loves doing that. Obviously we're making safe. Everything's looking good. Eyes, ear, you know, like uh, ear protection, eye protection. So it's really good. Now here's the great thing about me educating my kids, not just about real estate, but everything in general. Like I keep it upon myself to teach my kids. They know that firearms are extremely dangerous. Like when they were like, I don't know, three years old, I took them out or five years old, something like that, took them out downrange, And I put up a gallon of milk. And then I blew it up with a shotgun and they can see how explosive it is. They can hear the sound. Anyways, I got them to where now they can look at a gun and be like, oh, you know, that's that's basic. That's just like, you know, an iPad or it's just they know that. It's not new to them, basically. They're not going to be like, ooh, let me grab that gun. I see it on a movie. And so that's what's great about teaching them at a young age. Now they know, hey, daddy, can we go shooting? I'm like, yeah, let's go shooting. So now my kids absolutely love firearms. They love being safe about it. They're even teaching, like I had my, 12 year old teaching my eight year old how to actually, obviously I'm standing there making sure he's saying everything right, but teaching her how to hold the gun, how to be safe. So it was a super fun day, just a bummer that like literally the grand finale didn't go and I got to do it all over again. But I am super happy with how most of the video turned out. I watched a, bit, a bunch of it and I will put out this video. Hopefully you'll get, get some people encouraged that, you know what, you don't need a stupid piece of paper. You don't need to spend a hundred or more thousand dollars on a stupid piece of paper. I mean, shoot, even just my real estate wealth builders where I teach in a membership, I have group coaching, I have five courses, all that sort of stuff. I literally can show you and will teach you how to buy one rental property that makes you $250 a month, like I said, $3,000 a year, and then you can do it over and over again. That is only $189 a month, $189, as opposed to if you go to college and spend $100,000 on college just to get a piece of paper my goodness, it seems like all the money goes to the administration, goes to the, the big campus, and they' getting bigger buildings and all that sort of stuff. Shoot, just put it back in your pocket. Use My Real Estate Wealth Builders, and you can actually get My Real Estate Wealth Builders. If you go to Master Passive Income, actually... It'll, I keep telling you guys the, uh, the URL in this thinking you're going to type it out. You're probably not. You're driving in the car right now or mowing your yard. So I'll put it link in the description. You, if you go to my, my site, masterpassiveincome.com, you'll be able to find it there as well. I just want to help you out. And I also want to give you my real estate investing course absolutely for free. You can go to masterpassiveincome.com forward slash free course and literally get it for free. You can get it right there. It's in the link is in the description as well. Now, let me get into it. I I just had to tell you the story. I know you guys are probably all mine doesn't get to the real estate investing. I Yeah, but hey, I see you guys as my friends. You know, I really appreciate you guys listening to me and we're having a lot of fun. I I try to make this a little more uh, entertaining as opposed to just dry because, you know, some people can get bored. Hey, I don't get bored, it's fun for me. But I wanna talk to you all about how many properties and how long does it gonna take for you to actually be able to retire early, to quit that J-O-B, that just over broke job. I get that question all the time. Hey, Dustin, I have this much money or I am starting with this. How many properties is it gonna take? you know, and what it really comes down to is there's a lot of different factors, but let's dive into how many properties it's going to take for you to actually retire early. It's really super simple and we'll break it down. It'll be very, very quick. Now, as you're thinking about investing and buying rental properties, what you're thinking about yourself is how much money I can make from each property, as well as how much money do I need to live and actually pay my expenses. Now, you know, the term, I love saying it, it's an acronym for Just Overbroke is your job. Your J-O-B is your Just Overbroke job. Now, the reason why I started investing in real estate was because my entire goal was to stop working for somebody else. I wanted to be successfully unemployed. That was my number one goal. When you are working that J-O-B, that Just Overbroke job, you're getting paid just enough that is gonna keep you working without you quitting because you're fed up and tired of it and not too much that taking money out of your boss's pocket. You're only getting paid to live just over broke. You're never going to get ahead. In fact, I never got ahead. The only time I started really getting ahead is when I started thinking like an investor or thinking like the rich do. The rich invest their money. They put into properties. They create generational wealth. They create passive income. They do things that actually benefit them as opposed to not. And I'll give you an example. If you are working that J-O-B, you are actually trading your time for a dollar, or however many dollars. It could be, you're trading that hour, let's say you're making $30 an hour. You trade that one hour for $30. How about doing something like this? Passive income is beautiful. Let's say you worked one hour, and instead of get paid $30 for that hour, you got paid $30 for that hour, and then the next week you got paid another $30 for that hour. And then next week you got paid another $30 for that same hour that you already worked. Think of it like this, if you buy a rental property, and in the first month, you make $250 in passive income. Then from there, the next month, you make another $250 in passive income with the same work that you did in the beginning. Now, if you wanna extrapolate or figure out how much you're making per hour, let's say, and I'll tell you this, after I have the business built, all the properties I buy, it literally takes me like three hours, three hours, I kid you not, to buy the next property, and then I don't do any work. My property managers, my contractors, my realtors, Everybody else does all the work. It's an automatic business. With that same three hours, I'm getting paid $250 a month in passive income the first month. Then the next month, I'll get paid again. Then the next month, I'll get paid again. And your income per hour goes up and up and up until you sell the property because it keeps making you money. And when you are thinking about how you are going to be able to quit your job and how many properties you're gonna need to retire, what you wanna do first is you want to figure out what your expenses is. Let's say your expenses are $3,000 a month. Well, $3,000 a month, you gotta work in order to pay for those expenses, your bills, your mortgage, or your rent, and all that sort of stuff. And as you're working, you're making money or earning money for that hour that you spent, and then you pay your bills. Now, what if, instead of doing that, you had passive income, you bought one property? Let me give you an example. If you bought one property that made you $250 a month, and I'll I'll actually kid you not, out of my 30 plus properties, majority of them make me four, five or $600 a month, not just $250. This is the bare minimum. So you start at $250 a month. If you had one property that made you $250 a month in one year, that's $3,000 in passive income. You literally don't work. Be like your boss coming to you and say, Hey, you know, Joe or Betty, whatever your name is, would you like to get a $3,000 a year raise? Well, heck yes, I absolutely would. Sign me up for that. And you only have to work three hours. That's what it's like to buy a rental property. Now, if you had one property making you $3,000 a year, what if you had 10 properties making you $3,000 a year? That is $30,000 a year in passive income. Now, if you need $3,000 a month in expenses, after 12 months, that's only $36,000. You're almost there. You need an extra $6,000, which is only gonna be 12 properties, so two more properties. So you have 12 properties total making you $36,000 a year in passive income. All your expenses are paid for. Isn't that absolutely amazing? And now imagine you went even further. You got to 20 properties making you $250 a month. That is $60,000 a year in passive income. That's $5,000 a month in passive income. And that's the minimum of $250 per property. Now, what if you got to 30 properties? That is $90,000 a year. And that's the, remember, the bare minimum, $90,000 a year in passive income. You literally don't work. And here's a big thing that you need to be thinking about as you are going to be quitting your job. This is something that most people don't even think about. Not just your expenses. Remember, we also need to continually invest. We don't want to just stop there and not invest anymore and buy more properties. The big thing is we also need to pay ourselves first. Paying yourself first is basically... All the money that comes in, you set a portion aside, I suggest 10% at minimum, set it aside for more investing to buy more properties. Because if you can't buy more properties, you're not gonna keep growing the business because you wanna keep getting more properties, which makes you more money. The great thing about this business, you buy one property, you save that passive income, save that $250 a month, you save that to buy the next property, then you save it to buy the next property, and every single property you buy, you don't spend that money on anything. You save it. In fact, what I did, I forwent like for eight years, any vacations other than driving to see the in-laws once a year. I didn't do any vacations. We didn't eat out. We ate Top Ramen and all that sort of stuff and macaroni cheese because we were saving money because I knew every penny that didn't go to a rental property was that much longer before I could actually quit my job and not be working for somebody else and be successfully unemployed. So when you're accounting for your expenses, make sure you add in there the expense of more investing, paying yourself first, because if you don't, you could very well get stuck. Now, that is actually how you're gonna be able to quit your job, buying the first property, then rolling in and get the second one and getting the third one. I want you guys to grow your business. In fact, I just want you guys to start investing. Now is the best time to invest in real estate. 20 years ago was the absolute best time. The next best time is right now. Get my free real estate investing course, masterpassiveincome.com forward slash free course. I will see you guys next week. See ya.